and my manager's Guyanese. Ah, yes. Chinese and um, my mom's side is Guyanese, Grenadian, and Beijing, and my dad's side is Beijing. I'm, I'm from Barbados, and so yes, I love Barbados. Right. You've been there several times. Yeah, bless you. I love that. <laughs> I'd love to be there right now for the sun and the beach. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Stayed at the Crane Hotel. Oh, okay. Yes, and Philip. Yeah. A couple of times. I usually stayed on the west side at a nice little place called. Didn't know you went to Barbados. Yeah. You keeping that secret? Yeah. Well, not recently. It was like <laughs> before I was married. <laughs> but I fell in love with it. Yeah, I, I miss one though. I miss the beach. That's, That's where I first had really good soul food. They. Makes sense. I went up into the mountain somewhere, and someone mm. just told me this little kind of place. Oh, you probably let's say is it Rafiki? There's a, there's it was a guy's a, name. It was like somebody's name. Yeah. Like, like Frank's miss, or something. Yeah. Oh, I think I've heard of that. I miss the food and the beach the most. I miss the macaroni pie. That's <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, okay. So again, thank you so much for speaking with me. Um, so if these questions, um, they're, they're very good. They're going to be kind of like maybe a little bit more personal because like I was just speaking with Noren and like one of the things for this season is about immigration basically and how and immigration and assimilation mm. and integration into like mm-hmm. the new societies and each character is learning something about themselves who they are away from people that they've grown that they've been around their entire life like familiar for, to. and familiar to and discovering people who they are familiar to who they are familiar with but in a new setting like for instance Naomi is accustomed to being around belters but she's she's around belters in a new literally a new territory yeah. and she's different from them in the fact that she doesn't operate physically the same way that mm-hmm. they that they do and how she used to and um like i related a lot to her especially because i have ms so the thing with ms is that you do lose your sense of balance and like you can like have relapses mm-hmm. where you like i have problems walking and stuff so like when i saw her stumble um that was a big thing for me because i'm like i've been there and like she mm-hmm. has to take the injections and i have to take daily injections and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff so i, I related like i've always loved the characters um, and how I can relate to them in different ways. Like I've told you before, I kind of relate to her being a, a black woman in like in a in specific space. And even though race doesn't matter in the expanse, there's like certain aspects of like your it identity does. that you do yeah. relate to. But like this one was new for me because I wasn't expecting mm. that. Like even though I read it in the books, it's different seeing it be played out. And that was a question I forgot to ask Ty. Um, like, how is it for Naomi? Like physically, because we we talked previously about her being in denial. But just the physical aspect of not being able to function the way that she is accustomed to functioning. Yeah, I think it's weird for her because um, I think she feels weak. Mm. I think she feels um, that it's a a kind of reduction in her power because... It's not something that she's used to. Her her surroundings have never influenced the way that her body feels or works. And I think probably you would understand more than I even understand it, is that when that change happens, I think it's shocking. And also for her, being the kind of person she is and not being able to fix it and fix it immediately, mm-hmm. she goes into denial and she goes into like a shutdown version of it, which in a way is quite abusive to her own self. 
Um, but that's her way of dealing with it. She wants to be there. She wants to be there in the present with what's going on on it. She feels a responsibility to the other belters as she's the only belter in the mediation crew mm-hmm. um, who would even share or understand what they're going through. And also for her and Holden, like this is maybe a chance or an opportunity for them to exist somewhere that works for both of them or gives him the opportunity to be in atmosphere um, and I think in her head that, like, somewhere through the rings is maybe an option for her because she won't be caught dead on Earth. So I think there's a lot riding on it. It's the mission at hand and then also her own curiosity and her own pride. And I just think it's crushing for her figuratively and actually to for it to keep, her body to keep failing over and over again, in her opinion. Um, and she can't do anything about it. Right, and I, like... Do you think part of it is because she doesn't want to be a burden to to um, to him and to the rest of the crew because she because they're all accustomed to like working cohesively and they all have their parts and they all have their roles but they can all still support each other and is, do you think it's also because I think it's more she just wants to be equal like as I said that that more leans into her thoughts of it being a weakness is that then she's not the same as everyone she's. I don't know if a burden is is necessarily in her mind. That's got to be part of it because Naomi's Naomi. But I think more it's like she is part of this crew and she wants the freedom to make her own choices and do whatever she wants to do. And this limits that, which does not sit well with her at all. She's never going to be a burden thinking about it. She doesn't believe... That's why she's like, when she comes around and you're over, she's like, stop fussing, like, I'm fine. But I think it takes away her freedom, which is not something she's cool with. Mm. Mm. And for and for Alex, seeing her, seeing Naomi in this position, um, what do, what is that like for him? Seeing her, seeing her being like this. Um, Alex, uh, I think I mentioned in the previous thing. He has he has a few pillars that that kind of make up his world, and family is one of them. And he lost his mm-hmm. his real kind of well, his, his married family back on Mars. So the Rossi crew is now his chosen family, and. It is the most important thing in his world, maybe with the exception of piloting. Those two things are now what would drive him. <clears throat> and and having that, like, he would be content to just have the Rossi crew doing little missions, making some money, just being a family and just living out that Rossi life would be enough for him. He doesn't need political aspirations. He doesn't need any of these other things, at least not now. So for one of those people to be in real legitimate jeopardy and then on top of that, not asking for help, she's, she's, she's putting herself in, in jeopardy and she's an obstacle mm-hmm. to her own well-being. Uh, it's, it puts him in a very tough position because he loves her, he cares about her, he respects her. And so he's now being forced to decide how do I take care of this family member when she's not taking care of herself? And she's specifically asking me not to do things that I know would be able to help me take care of right. her. So it's a catch 22, a vicious catch 22. And, and he's miserable. 
Right, because he, he's miserable. Because like she had asked him to don't not to tell Holden mm-hmm. what was going on, and like he he knows that Holden would literally drop any and everything for her, and to see and then to see her like that because like when he when he tell when Holden does eventually find out because Holden thinks she's injured, he's like she's not, mm-hmm. and he's like this is why she's like this because she's like she's mm-hmm. physically can't function, mm-hmm. and there's this and, and there's and like he gives me that glare. Yeah, like, he was like, you <laughs> little like he's not happy. Yeah, because he, yeah, because he was like, if he weren't rushing to the to the to the mm-hmm. ship, he'd probably punch me right now. Yeah, there would be there would be words, yeah, absolutely. yeah, and he'd be justified. He would be because just from a pragmatic military perspective, I fucked up. Mm. Just from a mission da- endangerment position, I, I screwed up mm. because she's critical to our mission and she's compromised, and I didn't inform the captain. Right. So just on that let alone the relationship that they have, let alone the friendship. Like, it's compounded. Right. But all the, that's the negative side to it. But as you mentioned, like, we had talked about before that, the they, they're a family now. They're more cohesive now. But I think that also shows the trust that she has in Alex as well. Mm-hmm. And it shows how much their relationship has grown. Like, everyone has their their position as the family and they're all connected together they all love each other but it shows how they are individually connected to each other how they're all individually growing closer to each other and and that was interesting to see that she was able to be that vulnerable with him and he, she allowed Alex mm-hmm. to see her vulnerability mm-hmm. so like even though she did place him in an extremely difficult position it has to be like still reaffirming for him to like know that she still does trust him absolutely yeah that's I mean it's the most important thing to him is to have the bond that kind of relationship with this this little new family that he's found and I think that's why he makes the decision he makes like if I analyze it logically I think he made a mistake mm-hmm. but he makes the decision he made because that bond and that love and that that her need and her vulnerability was more important in that moment than anything else. Mm-hmm. So he honored it. Right. And for and for Alex going into the rest of season four, um, what can you tell me that he's gonna learn more about himself? Because everyone is discovering new things about themselves. Everyone is learning their limitations mm-hmm. and they're also learning new strengths that they have what what has Alex learned about some because we know who he is he's capable as a pilot he's capable as a family member but who is he like what is he going to discover I think, more about I think Alex um, has been spending the last three or four years trying to discover himself as a man like what who is he as a man because he ran away from it mm. he ran away from his responsibilities as a Martian he ran away from his responsibilities as a military man he ran away from his responsibilities as a husband and a father and when you run away from all of that you don't have much to really base an identity on and so he spent the last three years and he'd probably still be a little lost if he wasn't thrown into the fire by the the destruction of the Canterbury that forced him and the rest of the crew to realize their potentials Mm -hmm. and he did it in fire and that was that maniacal laugh that he had on the on the Tachi when they were escaping from the blowing up of the Doniger he was like finally where he's supposed to be and he was exhilarated even though people were dying and everything like that Um, so in the in in the last two seasons, he's been growing because of that catalyst, discovering who he is, taking a stand for himself, having opinions, coming outside. He's, he, he's very much an introvert now. He's speaking his mind, having trust with the, the other members of the crew and 
being feeling safe to express his opinions, which maybe he never did, like when he was part of the Canterbury. And so the next step for him is to take responsibility for the mistakes he's made. Like he kind of started in season three by acknowledging to his wife, I'm sorry, this is who I am. Next step for him is to take responsibility for the mistakes he's made. And as season four goes on, he gets a lot of people around him, Naomi, Lucia, um, the the Belters. Mm -hmm. They all show him examples of family taking responsibility for their decisions and their mistakes and trying to make amends, admitting they made mistakes and then trying to make right, redeem themselves. Right. And so he's learning and that will take him into the next season. Right. Because he's one of those people that flourishes under pressure because there's some people that they crumble under Mm -hmm. pressure, but it seems like for Alex in particular, he's the one that he's like, I've found, I can find myself and can find my identity under pressure. Like this is where I can actually grow as a person. That's a good analysis. I haven't thought of it that way, but you're right. When he's under pressure, it makes him throw away all of his insecurities and all of his, like the, the, the bullshit that kind of kept him down, he's able to think about the other people around him and that becomes a priority. And so he is able to actually show himself, his true self, mm-hmm. under pressure. Yeah. Last so. question. Last question. Um, so for both of you, you're filming season five now, so we can't really talk much about that, darn it. Um, what was the most challenging aspect for you personally for your, to, to bring... But the challenges for your characters this season to life. What was the most challenging aspect for you? Season four. For season four. I think it was to always have a physical ailment to keep in mind. Like, um, just on a very basic level, like, you know, we'd climb up a mound to get to something and I'd be like, okay, so this would make her out of breath because blah, 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 blah. So to always keep that in mind in every scene, like would I be exhausted in the scene or would I be like my breath be heavier, heavier? And so there was a lot of that in the first half of the scene. And then uh, there was a particular scene that was a big challenge for me, which was in episode five um, where Naomi and Lucia are discussing suicide and I'd never seen a scene like that ever mm. on screen about suicide and it being talked to about in that way where it's not blaming it's kind of um offering a an option um as it were and leaving the person to make their own choice in spite of maybe what I want for them mm-hmm. and that I thought was really beautifully written but also challenging in terms of like I want to do it justice so um probably those two things. Right, because like for that scene in particular, like normally if we do see someone mentioned wanting to commit suicide on screen, the person that they're talking to has no frame of reference personally. They they themselves have never tried it or they don't know anyone who's and tried it. And it's also like, why? But it's always like, why, why would, would you, you want, want to? to? But, so, but Naomi understands she's like, there are situations where it feels like the only option is to no is longer that? exist and to escape. And to see that play out where you have someone who does understand and it's also almost for the same reason where it has to do with losing a child. Yeah. That's also very... I don't think I've ever seen literally that actually happen where both of them have almost the exact same reason mm-hmm. for wanting to do what they wanted to do, right? So I thought that was I thought that was actually very beautiful and it was very different to see as well. Yeah. So so that was great. And so for and for you, what was the most challenging aspect for um, bringing out? I think challenges? Uh, it was one of the most interesting um, arcs for him because he 
I was involved in a lot of action. Like normally Alex um, is has a little, he's always been like the pilot and the combat and all that, but usually his arcs are much more emotional and much more related to the family elements. But the first, the majority of the, the season for him, he's involved in action, involved in action on the ground. He's, he's a problem solver. He's trying to prevent uh, protomolecule stuff from it before we know whether or not the protomolecule is safe and he's keeping people safe. <clears throat> and, it and all of this action leads to gradually in, in, into season the end of season four, where he suddenly is confronted with um, this growth that I talked about earlier, where he has to actually recognize himself as a man. Mm-hmm. And through all of this action, through all of this pain and struggle and strife that all the belters are going through and the rest of the crew, he reflects on his own life and he's he's shown the mirror to himself and in that moment makes some decisions about how he's lived his life and the decisions he's made. And I think he decides um, to take responsibility for, mm. for some of the actions from his past that it has taken him all these years to, to get to that point. And so I think it's a very interesting thing to see a human being come to a realization uh, because some of us don't ever into our our senior years we never come to that realization so watching someone evolve is exciting mm. you know so that's that was it, holding not having uh, just having all the action at the beginning and then having to kind of come to all of that at the end was challenging because it wasn't a gradual slow thing it was like a boom crash crash in on it right in one episode yeah. alright so thank you so much for talking with me it's great.